Conversations with Pastor Russ, Senior Pastor at the Fountain of Life in Burlington, New Jersey. Pastor Russ would love to meet you this Welcome to Conversations with Pastor Russ. Stay tuned for today's encouraging and inspirational message. Here's Pastor Russ. Hey, we're so glad to be with you today. Wow, wow. Conversations with Russ. That's right. Thursday. Pastor Ruben's with me. Hey, Say everybody. hi. How you doing? He just says, oh no, we're both wearing black t-shirts. I just pulled up the uh, I just pulled up the video and saw that we we're both wearing black t-shirts. This is insane, man. Super I'll embarrassing, what. I'll tell you. I that. never wear short sleeves because my arms are so small. Uh, <laughs> you just you just gotta go to the gym with Pastor Matt and me. Dude, well. dude, I'm a runner. Just go with you Pastor know Matt. I'm a runner. You're better off with Pastor Matt. You Let's know I'm honest. a runner. I'm a marathoner, you know that. There you go. Um, <laughs> anyway, Pastor Matt is going to be joining us. He's just running a little bit late. so <laughs> That's because he is actually um, at one, uh, one of our high schools. Um, he is helping run a local uh, Bible club in one of our high schools. Right, right. Which yeah. is super cool. Awesome so. door open for him and the, and, and the kids here in uh, Burlington Township High School. Right. And if there's any reason for him to be late, it's for you know, hanging out with you students and teaching them about the Bible. Hey, it's a good thing, right? It's kind of what we pay him for. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so glad you joined us. You can listen around the world on our website, liferadionj.com. Of course, we're live on Facebook, so we hope that you'll just hit like and share. Exactly. So we can get this all over. Let somebody know. Send a quick text. Hey, tune in. They're going to be talking about some cool stuff today. That's right. Um, We're going to be talking about dinosaurs. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be yeah. a whole lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we hope we get around to that anyway, because we've got some people really interested that they exist. Yeah. And if they did, where did they go? And, right. Um, did you that. ever think this is ever where Conversations with Russ was going to go? <laughs> you know, we want to talk about deep theological stuff. Hey, and, man. Uh, this, is, this is literally deep, because you have really to is. dig for it. Do you see... It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. Okay. So anyway, uh, but uh, hey, we hope you'll check us out on YouTube as well. Um, Joe Crouchman, our general manager, said we're pushing 30,000 views on the one we did on the will of God. Come on, so, um So check us our YouTube channel out. And again, uh, liferadionj.com is our website. You can pull that up anytime and uh, listen at work and at home. That's uh, right. Just pull it up on your computer while you're on Facebook or browsing the internet, and you can listen to Life Radio. Great Christian music. Also, we'd like to invite you to Fountain of Life any Sunday, 9 and 11, here at 2035 Columbus Road in Burlington, New Jersey. So really glad uh, that you're here today. So thank you so much for joining us. Again, hit like on Facebook and then hit share and send a text and have somebody jump in and join us today. That's right. Okay? That's good stuff. So really cool. So we're not going to get into the dinosaurs yet until... Till Matt joins us, we're, right? We're going to leave that little hook there for yeah, you. So yeah, you're, gonna, you're anticipating, yeah. you're ready. I don't and, know why. Does he, is he an expert on dinosaurs or something? He's just so smart. Yeah. Honestly, it's so annoying how smart he is. He's going for his master's again. You know, he, he started yeah. some of the courses a little while ago, and he's jumping into his master's again later. And so, Well, I've got the answers just, on dinosaurs anyway. So if go. he doesn't come, I'm, uh, you're good. I'm, all, I'm not as smart as him, but almost. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's so anyway, good. it's Let's great to have you with us. Thank you for being with us on Conversations with Russ today. For sure. Let's uh let's jump into this. You okay. ready? Okay. Yep. 
All right, so we uh, last last two weeks, I think, actually, we've been talking about different things that are part of Christian living. Christian living. Um, and yep. different things that people might interact with uh, while they're trying to live their life um, glorifying God. Um, and so one of the questions could be in that vein are, uh, what are the big differences between Christianity and other major religions? Or in other words, like why even choose Christianity over other thoughts? Other well, I've heard that question... Um, once before, okay. <laughs> at least um, once, right? Yeah. So many times I've heard that. What's is the, what's the big differences between Christianity and the world's other religions? Well, let me say this first. Yeah. There are a lot of similarities. Yeah. I mean, almost every religion, I don't, I, almost every religion has good, um, code of conduct mm-hmm. and and be nice and serve the poor. Right. Uh, but I'll just flat out tell you the there's two big diff- there's two things that separate Christianity from any and every other religion. Two things. Number 1, the deity of Jesus. Okay. Number 2, the resurrection of Jesus. Come on, somebody. So, see you thought Matt was the only smart one here. Oh, here see, we man, go. Here I, we go. Get out of here. But 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 think about it. There um, could be more than one smart person in the room, Pastor yeah, Ross. It's but, okay. But you're really intelligent too. I get mean, out of here. Pastor Ruben, he's not just a pretty face. I'm telling you, this kid, <laughs> this kid is smart. Thank you. I just he's, repeat what other people say. Oh, okay. That's all that's happening. <laughs> but you know, really, uh, when, when it comes down to the differences between so many religions, only Christianity believes that Jesus was God in the flesh. Yeah. Um, like Mormonism, Jehovah Witnesses, all uh, Islam. I mean, they, they believe in Jesus. Right. Uh, let, let me separate that. I mean, Islam believes in Jesus. Mormons, Jehovah Witnesses believe he's the son of God, but was not God in the flesh. Right. And then it gets even stickier when you get into that because he was some, um, I can't remember which of those two you just mentioned that believes it, but I think it's, um, I think it's Mormonism that believes that Jesus was a son of God. Right. And you're right. That sense of deity that Jesus has received, (laughs) the sense of deity that Jesus has is also attainable for you and I. Is that right? I wasn't aware. Yeah, uh, I I don't want to I don't want to say that I'm quoting somebody, but I'm I'm pretty confident that that was Mormons there. Um, so yeah. But really, every every major religion, every major religion has good teachings to it. Yeah. But but only Christianity believes in the deity of Jesus Christ, um, and of course the resurrection just separates Christianity from every other religion, every other major prophet. Uh, is, has died and is buried. Right. Jesus rose from the dead. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Out there in Facebook land. There you go. Jesus did not stay dead. And in uh, any of these, you know, whether Joseph Smith or Muhammad or whoever, um, those those gentlemen passed away, and, and that was the end of them. And that was the end. Yep. And after Jesus died three days later, I mean, he he, he rose victorious. And you got to think about that. You got to think about that because the resurrection of Jesus. Since that happened, right. that, that, that's, that's a game changer. It is the game changer. Hey, Pastor Matt's joining us. Come on in, Perfect bro. Perfect timing. Get, 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 Perfect get, timing. Get, get, get him in the middle here. See, this isn't better that he also wore his gray <laughs> shirt. I, we yeah, all, I that. This is not we good. We all match, man. I, I, dude, I wore short sleeves. And you I'm were wearing a button-up earlier. What happened? With these pythons over here. Apparently, I didn't get the black, black. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's going right. to have you, you here. Put, you put it in the dryer too many times. <laughs> it's going to be here. 
Hey, and we were, and we were just talking about the Bible club that you're involved in in Burlington Township High School. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, what's yeah, we going got, on there? Yeah, we just got back from Impact Club in Burlington Township High School. Um, had a great meeting. We meet like once or twice a month. And uh, this is actually our second to last meeting for the year. Our okay. next one will be June 6th. Uh, but it's a student-led um, Bible-based discussion group where Christians who are already kind of firm in their faith okay. and then students who are seeking um, can just come and hang wow. out and Love talk it. about the Bible. It's awesome. That's cool. Now, are you the only adult uh, facilitator or no. coach or what, whatever Absolutely your role not. is? Absolutely not. So uh, Don Lintner, he's the high school wrestling coach. Okay. And also, I believe, a history teacher huh. there as well. Okay. And then Mrs. Caparelli. Uh, you know, guys know Phil Caparelli, yep. Pastor Caparelli. Oh, hey. Yep. And uh, she's also there as well. Um, so we kind of all tag team that as well. And then... Uh, Dave Charnick, shout out to Dave Charnick from LifeGate Assembly. Uh, he helps Youth out. Youth pastor there, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Great Doing guy. a great job. And um, he's going to be really instrumental next year when we get the middle school uh, okay. impact club started up. Okay. So it's going to be great. Now, is there a Bible club in Florence Township High School? No, man. We got to pray for that. Okay. <laughs> we got to pray right. for that. Like, we've been trying. We've All been right. trying for right. a while. And Burlington Township just opened up this year, right? That's correct. For this. So, hey, and correct. a lot, of, and I know when you share this publicly, a lot of prayer went into that. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, thank you to everyone who prayed because wow. we've been praying for years for that. Wow. Yeah. Terrible I mean, and you're having, you're having teenagers, you're having youth come from other faiths as well, right? Yeah. Um, uh, atheist kids, uh, Muslim kids. It's great. How fun. Yeah. Oh, it, it gets fun. It gets interesting. <laughs> nice. For sure. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. That's a story for another day, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's, it's a great testimony. And, uh, and of course, Pastor Matt is involved in, in much of the community. Um, uh, for Burlington and Florence Township, your volunteer chaplain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's a pretty that's a pretty awesome connection in the community. Right. I love it, man. I want to trade for the world. That's good. I mean, when things really go bad or uh, whether suicide or bad accidents, I mean, you're, you're a pastoral presence on the scene. Yeah, it's just a great way to, I guess, minister to people at their, like, most, like, pivotal moments. Yeah. yeah. And, that's um, good word Life-changing, for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just good to be the hands and feet in Jesus. Proud of you, man. Glad cool. you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I love, I love cool. serving our community in that capacity. It's, yeah. um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. That's really, and, and that's what the church is all about. You know, not, not just living in a, in a church bubble or yeah. a Jesus bubble. Right. And, and not just Pastor Matt. Every one of us called to be light, you know, in a dark world, uh, salt in the world, and, and be always ready to, to share our faith and to come alongside hurting people. That's good. Amen. So, so glad you're here. So, uh, Matt. Recap here. Yeah, well, well, yeah. yeah we're we're going to jump into the dinosaur thing because uh, Ruben said you were an expert on that. Oh, man. But, but no. I, I, we were I, just I, talking about how very, very smart you are. And so we needed somebody who was way smarter than the rest of us just to, uh, to make sure we had a fuller picture of this whole thing. So but, but before, we, before we got into that, we talked about the big differences between Christianity and so many of the world's religions. Yeah. And so my, my initial response was just to recap for maybe people just joining, uh, like us on Facebook, hit the share. Um, and that I believe every, most every world religion has some good teachings. For sure. There's central truths that are kind of inerrant to all kind of moral fiber of like human beings. Right. So true. And, and, and what, what really separates, differentiates Christianity is really the deity of Jesus. That's correct. Because all of it flesh. was embodied in Jesus. Yes. God in the flesh and the resurrection. That's yeah. Right. Some of the thoughts we were talking about is that no other major part of uh, other faith systems has had their 
their god die and also raise from the dead, um, show himself to so many different witnesses. And so one of the major things, if not the, the, the major thing, is the deity of Christ and the resurrection. Yeah, and the historicity of that. I mean, there's no other historical event. Historicity, is that a word you would have used? This is why we invited Matt on. <laughs> I can't even spell it. <laughs> um, but Go ahead and talk on yeah, that. like no talk. other no other event in history has ever been proven so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, historical fact, historical fact, not just biblical. Yeah, yeah, and that would demand the life from the eyewitnesses. Yeah, I mean these these men were willing to die for this. And it and, and it goes to say um, that we look at one of, one of the older. Uh, Older things that we look at that 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 shows like this historical figure that we really really believe in is Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great, um, he we have two main um, articles or whatever you want to call them from back then that really lay out what his life was, and we take those two pieces of uh, literature and say this man was true because look at what people wrote about them, and those things were written. I want to say it was um, like. 300 years after he was alive mm. um, and the entirety of the New Testament or, or the, the things that we know about Jesus was written just 70 years after the death of Jesus. And so we right. take these things so historically true for Alexander the Great that was written 300 years and we right. say this is historical fact, but people have a difficult time um, consuming the idea that after 70 years, how can this possibly be true about um, the accounts that these men had about Jesus when there was less time for all these different screw-ups to happen and there are more manuscripts that uh, compare to one another um, showing the accuracy of these texts <laughs> from their uh, original uh, original manuscripts and everything. And, and you know what we've really, we've got to bring Historicity, everybody. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but we got to bring this down to that resurrection is a historical fact. Right. It's a biblical fact, but, but we're not all about historical and theological facts. We, we, we've experienced the resurrected Christ. Amen. And, and that, 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 because you know what, we, we could, you know, Reuben could read, read what Alexander the Great said, and we can take you to, to how many people, saw Jesus and the, his, the historicity behind it all, the theology behind it all. But the greatest thing about the resurrected Christ is that we experience his life today. Right. And, and, and all the facts and all the theology and all the history in the world doesn't change somebody's life. But when you really embrace the truth of Jesus mm-hmm. and proclaim his lordship and receive his saving grace. The Bible says that that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit's power, comes and comes for a habitation. Right. Not a visitation, but a habitation in our hearts. And the greatest proof of the resurrection is not history or theology, but that we experience the living Christ yeah. uh, in our lives. And that's that that's that's the biggest game changer ever. Yeah. Amen. That's right. So praise God. There we go. Are, are you ready for the big ones now? Okay, that was a big one. That was but we're gonna go. One. We're gonna go to the big one now. With a, we've had so many people want to talk about dinosaurs. I love there it, you go. Maddie. I love so, it. Uh, I'm glad you do. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so uh, we, we, we've, we've all got something to pitch in on this, but uh, yeah. what's the question? So I guess the thought here is that, you know, we've been talking about Christian living for the last three weeks, including this week. Um, and then sometimes when we're living out these Christian lives, um, we have a difficult time how we are interacting with other people and how um, they're looking at our witness. Uh, you can call it. Um, and so they might have a lot of questions for us. And so one of these things that for some people seems really unclear and comes really hard for us to swallow becomes this idea of dinosaurs in scripture. Um, and becomes this thing of did dinosaurs even really exist? Um, if scripture never mentions the word dinosaur, how are we to try to compare or reconcile these things um, with this life that we're trying to live out? Yeah, it's a great question. Hey, I'm going to jump in on that right now, okay? Yeah. Um, when it comes, and we're at, why, are, why are so many people fascinated by dinosaurs? Uh, They're cool, man. I, 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 <laughs> Love I mean, some people say they didn't, but, but I mean, I, I think most certainly they, they did roam the earth. I mean, fossils of dinosaurs have been found all over the world. Yeah. However, the first fossils of dinosaurs weren't discovered until the 1800s. Mm-hmm. No. And the King James Bible was put together and written in the 1600s. So the word dinosaur didn't even hit the planet. I think I'm right. Till no bones were even discovered until the 1800s. Meanwhile, the King James Bible had already been written. Now, are we close? Yeah, close to true. That's all true so the, far, <laughs> as far the, as I understand. Well, at least. that's why you wouldn't see the word dinosaur. Yeah. Well, and dinosaur, that clears up that part. Dinosaur of it, did predate. 1600s though because it's a latin phrase um that means just means terrible lizard okay so that was okay. there but again ancient understanding of what a dinosaur is is way different than maybe even our understanding because you know there are uh many accounts that have recently been found that dinosaurs and man walk together and i think that's a larger discussion to have like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hey if there was dinosaurs so be it mm-hmm. um did dinosaurs ever walk with man that's another story. Um, I can only think of one instance truly in the Bible where we can uh, reconcile some sort of uh, dinosaur-like okay. entity. Okay, sure. And maybe if we can unpack the, uh, the story of Job for a second. Yeah. Obviously, as God is yep. the creator, uh, he's explaining his creation, uh, his creation to, to Job. And saying, you know, consider these things, uh, consider these things. And he's talking about this, uh, this specific entity. We'll just call it an entity for right now. Okay. Uh, and, and it's named the behemoth. Yeah, the behemoth in Job and 40. Job 40, if you're Ooh, looking that at up. that. <laughs> I was looking it up so I, we can make reference to it, but he knew. Job and 40. And he talks about this massive uh, animal, creature, uh, it says that its loins are gird in iron, uh, that its uh, mouth can scoop up the River Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unafraid of anything. Uh, it, it dwells uh, in unapproachable existence that uh, no knife can harm it. Uh, it is the most powerful creature mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. God describes to Job. Mm-hmm. And his tail moved like a cedar tree. And that is the number <laughs> like, one thing, tell. is that this, this portion of Scripture has been uh, used to describe massive creatures, such as an elephant, a hippopotamus, um, possibly right. a, 
possibly a crocodile, but I think all of them are insignificant and frail compared to that comparison. Right. If you think about it, uh, a hippopotamus and an elephant, uh, just do yourself a favor if you're listening right now online, just Google a picture of a hippopotamus and an elephant. Mm -hmm. It says that its tail moves like a cedar. Mm. Uh, Cedar trees are known to grow over 90 foot tall, Um, especially ancient cedars. Um, Ancient cedars were said Mm -hmm. to grow up over 130 to possibly 250 feet tall. If anything's tail moves like a cedar, it does not look like a hippopotamus. Or an elephant. (laughs) Or an elephant tail. I'm looking it up right now. Hippotail is pretty pathetic. Possibly a crocodile. Um, But as you know, uh, just look at Steve Irwin, you know, not afraid of a crocodile. Right. (laughs) But you take something like a patasaurus, a brachiosaurus, um, something that you can't penetrate with a spear or a knife Mm, or mm -hmm. an arrow. Yeah. And that has a tail that's possibly over 20 foot long. That reminds me of a cedar. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty powerful. And with that in mind about like the crocodile uh, and that whole scripture, it says his bones are, are tubes of bronze. His limbs are like bars of iron. Yeah. So if that was just a crocodile, eventually you would find a dead crocodile and, and realize that that's not the the structure of their bones, even if you're being metaphorical there, right. um, you wouldn't describe their bones as iron if it was no different than any, uh, pretty much any other bone you've interacted with. True. And, and plus fossils have been discovered as some huge bones as well. That's correct. Around the world. That's correct. Around the world. Now, I know a lot of people have uh, issue with um, fossil data and also to the archaeological findings of uh, right. like the right. Smithsonian and there's conspiracy theorists out there that believe that the Smithsonian covers everything up and doesn't really tell us the truth about anything. <laughs> Regardless, um, we know that fossils are real. In fact, I actually found fossils in my backyard. Whoa. Um, of, There's fossils here in Burlington, everybody. Yeah, there, uh, <laughs> we had uh, uh, shale rock uh, garden, and um, one day I was weeding, and I stepped on the shale rock, and it cracked in half, and I looked, and there's little... Um, like single cell organisms that are in there. We put them under crazy. a microscope wow. in biology class. <laughs> and so like, you can't convince me that fossils aren't real. Right. Right. Myself. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, now, obviously these are because then the theory, tiny organizations, not dinosaurs. Right. Cause then the theory becomes like, well, you know, the thing is that there's always these scientists and there's always these bigger, um, bigger groups of people who are trying to do this, they have the money to create these false right. stories and these false things of, you know, planting a, uh, like a, a, an archeological dig to find this. So you're saying you found it. Yeah, I've seen them. <laughs> so that tears down that point right there. It's, it's interesting though. I think our, our understanding of the ancient world is very poor in general. Um, I believe so, yeah. And even the ages that existed during that uh, seven-day creation period, if you hold true to uh, seven 24-hour literal periods, it's very hard for you to reconcile current fossil data or science. It's, it's very hard. Um, but if you leave room for the, that seven-day creation period uh, to be the uh, shaping agent of the world, um, it allows you to reconcile not only scientific data, but the truth of God's word. 
And, um, and I think that's what some, some Christians would have a hard time doing. Um, because we're, we're always told, you know, believe the Bible um, 100%. Okay. Obviously, we do. But is it possible that there could, there could still be? So, I mean, most Christians believe the earth is 6,000 years old, mm-hmm. around 6,000 years yep. old. All right. And then scientists talk about 140 million years and correct. what have you. But now, now, but it's possible, even if the earth is only 6,000 years old, there still could be f- fossils from 6,000 years. There, there could be. It would be limited fossils. I don't think they would be to the extent that we see right. them now. And that's where I think that uh, many people believe that most of the fossil data is faked. And I would say that uh, they could be right in that essence. Mm-hmm. But um, the flood that took place is, if you believe in a seven-day literal creation with 24 hours, right. yeah. you're going to have to hold true that the, the flood is the um, the only agent that's spoken about in the Bible that could create fossils, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so if there, if there were then dinosaurs, then where people say where did they go? Right, right. Is it? Give me your thought on that. <laughs> See, this is why we invited but, but, Pastor Matt on. But where did where did they go? Because now all dinosaurs were not the behemoths as well. That's correct. Some were very small and some were dog-sized. Yeah, that's correct. Possible as well. So is it possible that, that the ark couldn't hold the behemoths, but they held different size, smaller size dinosaurs? Is it possible that these dinosaurs just taste really delicious and Noah and his family <laughs> ate them all before? They... <laughs> well, yep. That's what right. they ate on the boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's, kidding, everybody. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Are you hungry, dude? <laughs> always. I'm a always hungry. Burger. Yeah, it's it's interesting to uh, to see also too that the name given to these these monstrosities were you know dinosaur, terrible lizard. Right. Um, I would think that the only things that God would want in the ark after wiping out corrupted creation, yes, uh, would be things to carry on. Uh, the furtherance of his eschatological plan. So I would say that the dinosaurs weren't necessary at that point. So how do we handle the scripture then that says two of every kind of beast? So then if, uh, I mean... Good question. Yeah. Well, so I mean, my answer to the question would be two of every kind of beast. It's possible because people who, whether you believe in dinosaurs or not, but those who hold true that there there were Mm -hmm. and there are, um, different sized dinosaurs could have been taken, dog size, if you will, into the into the ark, while the others became extinct, the behemoths, after the flood. Yeah, it could very well possibly be that. And I would say that, uh, you know, it all depends on what you do with uh, Genesis 6, right? Yeah. That's the flood account. Right. And how you interpret that um, will give you a, a better... Uh, I guess, hand on what you do with the existence of dinosaurs in the first place, what they were, were they a corruption of God's created order? Uh, were they thusly wiped out in the flood uh, with the rest of all corrupted flesh? Uh, because it's interesting, I think it's Genesis 6, uh, 6, that it says that all creation or all flesh was corrupted. Right. And, um, yes. That's... that's and the word there that's used is all of God's created order, which includes uh, animals and humans alike. Yeah. So, um, 
So any, I mean, I mean, who, who, I mean, how many animals died? I mean, all, even the ones that were spared, only two came into the ark. Yes. And everything else covered by mud. Yes. Yep. And so, I mean, the, the bones of past animals are there under the earth. That's correct. Right. And I guess the theory, too, can also be if we have two of every kind of dog, uh, two of every kind of animal, I have two of every kind of dog. If I can just get two German Shepherd, I'm good. You know what I mean? Right. I don't need two German Shepherd, two uh, Cocker Spaniels, two yeah. of this type of dog, that type of dog, that type of dog. Um, and so not that this is a perfect answer or anything at all. I'm just saying that if if the idea is two of every animal and I can satisfy you know, by just getting the two dogs, you know, is that 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 could still be satisfactory of uh, with that scripture? Now it's possible. Now the word dragon is used in the yeah. Old Testament. I mean, that could have referred the New to Testament. some yeah revelation. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The and dragon is something that um, even in medieval culture kind of resurged. Um, and if you look at some accounts of uh, like medieval history, especially in like. Germanic and like Nordic uh, or Renaissance writings is that they they made it a hobby of killing off the last of these terrible lizards right that were smaller um, I think they're called like dragoons like smaller dragons right uh, or lesser dragons or lesser creatures so there could have been remnants left on the earth after the flood um, as you see, Genesis 6, 7, and 8 says the Nephilim were in the world those days. And thereafter, um, there could be remnants of those things still left. Right. Uh, we do know that that flood account, um, again, the historicity of it is that every ancient culture has an account of an ancient flood, whether that be local or global is to be mm. determined. Um, but there still was... Uh, that flood, it still had to have a uh, global effect in some way, shape, or form, um, but it doesn't say um, what the after effects of that flood were. We are only told of one lineage after that. Mm-hmm. True. So, now we're at 4.30, so Brother Tech Director, maybe we might take a couple more minutes on so, this dinosaur. Um, sure. So, so... so we don't really know for sure. I mean, there are some people who say they did exist. Some people say they did not exist. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, people that say they do not exist. Let me ask you this question. What do the conspiracy theorists say of the bones that have been found, that it's all just been man-made, created, and they never yeah. really did exist? Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's, a, and, and it's actually perpetuated by Christians, believe it or not. I believe that. That, that belief it's is... It's true. Yep, you're right. You're right. It's you're right. Prepa- and there's, it's, uh, there's statistics. I can't tell you exactly what it is, but there's statistics out there that show the relation between conspiracy theories and uh, Christian belief. Yeah. Like if, if, you, if you have, if you adhere to this type of faith, the, uh, you are more likely to believe these types of conspiracy theories. Absolutely. I, I can't tell you exactly what the scripture is, but I'm pretty sure it was the Barnard group that did it. So, so what are your you closing thoughts, Maddie? Um... That uh, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, um, don't see science as the enemy. Um, you have to reconcile Amen. the truth Reach, of God's word. <laughs> so it's not science or Bible. No. It could be both. It's, it has to be both. <laughs> it has to be both. Yeah. It has to be both. And I believe that true science, true science will point us closer to God. Than, Amen, bro. Uh, than just 
literal analysis of the Bible and uh, his, historical analysis of the Bible. Um, now, the, the Bible is not a science book, um, but it is a historical account of scientific evidence that is historically proven and documented. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't see science as the enemy here. If we do, we're very foolish. Right. Um, so agreed. But what we can do is say that, hey, I'm going to test what science says against the truth of the Bible. I dare say that's scriptural to do yeah, that. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, test, uh, test the spirits, right? And um, we have to be careful that our first uh, inclination is not to be combative against science. Right. Um, Thank you. It doesn't mean that we have to embrace it wholeheartedly, but we, we, we absolutely have to logically look at it and then say, does this reconcile with the Bible? Right. And also to the historical extra biblical text that support the gospels and the Bible, mm-hmm. um, the canon, right? The 66 books of right. canonized scripture that we have are also supported by extra biblical texts. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it's unwise and it's bad stewardship of, uh, of our faith, uh, to not be in the business of reconciliation of all things and absolute ignorance to dismiss science. <laughs> One hundred percent. Okay, <laughs> maybe you said you it. Said it in, yeah, you said it in so many fancier <laughs> words, but the point is, <laughs> yeah. hey, we got to bug out of here, Maddie. Thanks for coming in, bro. For sure, oh, man. man. Well, I hope I didn't confuse sure. anyone. Oh, well, I hope you, you did. We love you. <laughs> hey, th- hey, thanks. It was fun. Uh, in the end, you draw your own conclusions. Do some study on your own. But we're so glad you joined us for conversations with Russ today, That's and we'd right. love to invite you. If you don't have a home church, come check out Fountain of Life. Yeah. This Sunday, hey, it's going to be awesome. Reverend David Kim is going to be our guest. I didn't know if he wanted to reveal it or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the big reveal, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about yeah, Valley Forge. You got the sneak Uni- peek right there. President of University Valley, Valley Forge. What a great, great leader, president, mm-hmm. and preacher. Awesome, he, dude. He so, is so, so smart, but he is a phenomenal preacher. Not that those have to be opposite things, but... Um, he is so good at communicating. I what love a great brother. Guy. We're looking forward. To, it's, we're blessed and found of life to have him as our guest preacher this Sunday. Amen. But we'd also love to have you. We would be so blessed if yeah. you would join us either 9 or 11. And uh, we'll see you next Thursday as well on Conversations with Russ. That's right. We're out. Peace. Peace out. We hope you enjoyed Conversations <laughs> with Pastor hey, Russ, Senior Pastor of the Fountain of Life in Burlington, New Jersey. Pastor Russ would love to meet you this Sunday at either our 9 or 11 a.m. services. For directions or more information, please feel free to contact us by calling 609-499-2131 or visit our website at flcnj.org. Thanks for listening to today's message on Life Radio WIFI, your inspiration station.